0: Recorded Books presents an unabridged recording of Crunch by Leslie Connor, narrated by Ramon de Ocampo. Chapter One I saw it like this. A single worker at some faraway oil refinery, with his head tilted down, peering into a pipe, waiting for one more drop that never came. Doesn't mean it was really like that, it probably wasn't. But that's what I saw in my mind's eye the night our parents called to say that their trip had been extended. Indefinitely. It was a five-sibling footrace for the phone, and I won. Dad? Dad, is that you? I waited and listened. Sure is, Dewey. Can you hear me all right? Pretty well, I said, but the signal wasn't great and my pulse was thumping in my ears. My older sister, Lil, pushed close to me. We shared the receiver. Everyone doing okay? Dad asked. We're all right, I said. And how about the situation? He asked. What's the view from the home front? Red flags are up at every fuel pump for miles, I said. I lost my breath on the words. No gas. No diesel. They say it's the same everywhere. Is that true, Dad? There's no fuel? His answer came slowly. It appears to be so, he said. Pumps are dry, clear across the country. Lil leaned away from the phone and whispered, Shoot. We both knew what was coming next. I'm just so sorry dad said. Mom and I are still caught up here practically in Canada. I've got a stack of ration cards, but at the moment they're not worth a roll of toilet tissue. I tried to give him a laugh, but nothing came out. Dad will joke even in tough situations, but he was sincere about that apology. They had thought twice about having mom go, but this was the anniversary trip, number 20. None of us had wanted them to miss it, Dad's main job is making deliveries all up and down the coast of New England. He drives an 18-foot box truck with a roll-up rear door. He can maneuver it in and out of all the nooks and crannies in the seashore towns. He's an independent, makes up his own route and schedule. Each July, Mom rides with him for a few days to celebrate their wedding anniversary. It's not a fancy trip. I sometimes think of it as the week that Mom goes to work with Dad. But Mom loves the scenery. And she says that it's only right that she support Dad in his lifelong search for the best basket of fish and chips in New England. It used to be they'd get someone to stay with us kids. But this year, Lil was 18, I was 14, and Vince was 13. Angus and Eva, our twins, were only five. But to Mom, that meant they were no longer babies. With all of us Maris kids being the embodiment of responsibility. Lil came up with that one. It was decided that we could manage on our own. And we could. And we were. So far. What's the news from the bike barn, Dewey? Dad asked. It's busy, I said. Okay, not exactly news. The Maris bike barn had been humming all summer. We do repairs. Hard times at the gas pumps had meant good times for the bike biz. People were relying on pedal power, big time. If there was news, it was that we were busier now than Dad had ever seen it. But I couldn't quite bring myself to tell him that. Vince and I have it covered, I said. My brother faked a cheery smile, then let his face collapse into a gory frown. I couldn't blame him. I was the one who'd talked Dad into letting me run the shop while he and Mom were away and I was the one who'd roped Vince into it with me. Do? Just be careful you don't get overwhelmed, Dad said. I didn't say anything. There was a pause on the line. Lil pressed closer to me, practically climbing up my ankles. I shuffled sideways. Dad went on. Now, Lil's class starts tomorrow. She should still go, that's paramount. No reason you guys can't make that work especially with Angus and Eva in sea camp all morning.